Listening to the International Philosophers Podcast. Hi there, I'm your host Anna, teenage philosopher, and this is my co-host Stephanie Kistner. Hi there. We'd like to welcome you to the third episode of your favorite podcast, the International Philosophers. Today we'll be discussing a new, incredibly common yet interesting philosophical and sociological questioning: what is identity? In today's episode, we gathered three amazing teenagers from the International School of Geneva who have volunteered to share their personal perspectives on the question. But before hearing everybody's alluring takes on what is identity, we'd like to give you a taste of our own reflection of the question, as well as the philosophical history behind the indefinitely debated query. Firstly, as should always be done in philosophy, we define. In the Oxford Dictionary, identity is said to be the qualities, beliefs, personality traits, appearance, and or expressions that characterize a person or a group. Furthermore, in sociology, emphasis is placed on collective identity, in which an individual's identity is strongly associated with role behavior or the collection of group memberships that define them. Throughout history, the philosophical debate surrounding identity has never ceased to be controversial. For example, the notion of identity is investigated through Aristotle and Hegel as supporters of two different ontological conceptions, pluralism of substances and relational holism. So around 350 BC, the famous Aristotle divided identity into three segments, in species, in genus, and in numerical, meaning a human is defined by how different it is from another. Obviously, the question of identity is so broad it can even be seen through an epistemological lens. For those aware of Descartes' work, um, you'll quickly realize what I'm referring to, tabula rasa. So it's the idea that the human mind, especially at birth and from birth, is viewed as having no innate, innate idea, sort of like a blank slate. And people have been divided throughout history in between if we're born on a blank slate or not. In order to depthen our take on identity, we were inspired by contemporary works you may know, such as Yuval Noah Harari's fantastic book, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind, in relation to how our identities are defined or impacted by our history and ancestry. Um, We studied the brand new French sociological analysis of identity by Gerald Broner, which is named The Origins, giving a more socio-economic perspective of the issue, resuming it to, basically, we are where we are from. Obviously, in today's diverse societies, many factors have come to gain value to one's identity, such as sexuality, gender, race, ethnicity, religion, culture, or even socioeconomic background, and those play a huge role in today's politics. And thanks to our questioning on the issue, we were able to come up with inspired questions such as, why are we the way we are at the root, or how does our knowledge impact who we are? Does our environment change or impact who we are? Personally, I believe that we are a mix of our passive and active facets, meaning our identity is basically both defined by our choices and most importantly by our environment and personality, which then independently determines those choices. Identity is a human construct that is born out of both an instinctual necessity to belong and an emotional necessity to belong to a group. However, identity not only helps us belong, it also helps us to Uh, It also leads us to division and being left out. Throughout history, and in today's increasingly divisive world, much due to the technology today that was supposed to bring us together with social media, identity is about whether you belong to the group of power, if you are a have or have not, 
And we have wielded identity into something further. It isn't about who you are, but what you have. And if you don't have, then you haven't done what you needed to do. And thus, who are you anyway? Identity is indeed both passive and both active, coming from exterior ideas of identity and your own inner ideas of identity. But as our society changes, our identity becomes more complex, and even the personal interior ideas we have about who we are um, change based on how society is expanding and evolving in ideas of identity. It seems that even though ideas about identity are evolving and should be freeing and liberating us, it is also creating a backlash of fear that then limits that identity, limits not only who we are, but what we can do in that who we are. Are we actually a blank slate when we're born? I don't actually believe so. We come into the world with our sexuality and our innate gender, which is part of our inner identity and becomes part of our exterior identity as well, depending on how our family and community see those identities. Even if we do come into the world as a blank slate, it certainly can't stay in blank for very long. Even though we aren't born with the language, that's our next podcast episode discussion, to verbalize and understand our identity, we can certainly start feeling that exterior placed identity and thus we start feeling our interior placed identity. We know that babies are labeled often right away as boys or girls, often as cute or ugly, difficult babies or easy babies. And as we grow up, that just simply continues. As children, we pick up on our parents' prejudices, whether they're unconscious or conscious, and those then become part of our passive identity until we start, hopefully, making our own decisions and choices about our identity. However, how truly our own are those decisions? With our instinctual and emotional need to belong, how many of us really make decisions about who we are, about our identity, without any external influence? Even when we make decisions and choices about who we are that go against our family and community, culture, religion, or other identity, is it because that is our identity, or are we merely trying to rebel against the exterior identity, which means we're not really making that identity choice on our own? And worse, people often can't live their natural identity, such as our sexuality, when that goes against mainstream identity, because it can be a great risk for us. We might risk losing our family acceptance, our community, our livelihood, and even our lives. Aristotle said that humans are defined by our differences, and in today's world, we truly see the effects of this part of identity. Who we are is also affected by our age and our physical and mental state based on the culminating passive and active choices we make. Are we not still the same person we were when we were younger, when we can no longer do the same things or make meaning the same way we did when we were younger? Bronner said we are, we are where we are from because our roots stay the same. But no one person's perspective is ever the exact same as someone else's, even about their roots. So that must mean that our roots are instantly changing as we take exterior influences onto our identity and define who we are. So all this said, I believe that we are who we are due to both exterior and interior factors that are both passive and active. One needs to become strong and to be a true independent thinker, such as through philosophy, to really be who they are, or as Pindari and Nietzsche said, to become who we are. On that amazing note, now it's time to hand the microphone to the three amazing students for their personal takes on the philosophical question, what is identity? Identity means different things in different contexts. We know this. But in the context of oneself, in my opinion, Identity constitutes your mind and all the decisions you've made since you were born, how you act 
and react to life. And can also include your body if you express yourself through it. Now, to explain an entire identity to someone in depth would take a whole series of books. Because even though identity can be condensed into a few words, such as old and happy, this doesn't represent what this person has lived, what they've learned. All these experiences constitute an identity. So I believe that identity is made up of a range of factors which contribute to this identity. So where you live, what you do important in those areas, that contributes to your identity. Uh, your personality, what you like, what you dislike, that contributes to it as well. Also, um, your nationality and the culture and heritage that comes with that, that also contributes to your identity. So it's made up of a range of factors um, which then kind of present this idea of who you claim to be. So what is identity? I find that identity is the differentiation between who and what. Because what we are, like physically, let's say you're twins or someone working in an office, you're literally the same what. you. As twins, you're genetically the same, so you're identical. In the office, let's say you're the same uniform, so you're the same what. But identity defines who you are, and it differentiates you from other who is. Essentially, it's something that you discover about yourself, your own identity, and that you build on, that you remodel, that you shape along your lifetime. And it's what creates such a diverse society, because your identity is something that cannot be taken away from you. It is your who. It's you. We hope this episode has helped you deepen your understanding of identity, the philosophical history behind the issue, the diversity of opinions on the question, and why you might be the way you are. Thank you to our guests for such an interesting and personal share of what is identity to them. And finally, thank you for listening to the International Philosophers Podcast.